The Forum at 8 with Polani Guala. Eight and a half after eight. Good morning. Welcome to the Forum at 8 here on SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Stat SA says the country's mortality rate continues to improve. It recorded close to 544,000 deaths countrywide back in 2010 from almost 580 deaths that occurred in 2009. Now, these deaths coming out of a report from Stats SA, it's called Mortality and Causes of Death in South Africa 2010, Findings from Death Notification. Now, to talk about these deaths, let's welcome uh, in our studios this morning, Mr. Badi Lehusa, uh, who is the Statistician General. Mr. Statistician General, a very good morning to you. I thank you for your time. Morning. To yourself and morning listeners. And thanks indeed for coming through. Um, first question is really, these are 2010 stats. Mm, yes, indeed. But why does it take so long? Well, uh, let me say that uh, we had to rush uh, and prioritize. Um, and in the prioritization, we prioritize the census. Mm. Uh, otherwise, we'd have come out uh, four or five months earlier. But are they still relevant? Well, data is never stale. It remains relevant. The more time your city is, the better, though. But uh, when you never stale. Let, let me just uh, mm. quote one example mm. here. You talk, for instance, about in 2010, the median age at death was estimated at around 48 years, which has now increased by about five years since 2004. Mm. I suppose th- this is about life expectancy. No, it's not life expectancy. But what about life expectancy? Uh, life expectancy, we are yet to uh, establish and uh, work out what life expectancy is. But life expectancy three years ago is completely different now. Indeed, it would be. So that renders uh, whatever statistic that you may uh, or conclusion you may make out of the stats back to uh, three three years ago irrelevant now. Absolutely not. Uh, for instance, when you look at causes of death, or mm-hmm. at least what kills South Africans from 2000 2007, you can actually look at a very time trend, a time series. Mm-hmm. History is always part of our future. You cannot render it irrelevant. Yeah, but what, what uh, I'm what, what, what the point you are making, yes, mm-hmm. uh, it would be nice to have uh, death records real time because you can react uh, about the living uh, better. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, knowing what killed the dead mm-hmm. is good for the living. Yeah. Yes. And so you want to act on it immediately. You need to act on it. Um, the, the extent of immediacy, yes, is one thing, but uh, what you have at your disposal to deal with it with the immediacy you need. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a function of uh, the resources at your disposal. And, and again, let me, let me develop this point about mm. life expectancy. Just in December last year, there was a report from the Lancet mm. uh, which said that the life expectancy of an average South African has increased in the last three years. That was last year, December. Mm-hmm. So anything that would have uh, been an information prior to that would, would clearly be e- inaccurate. And they were saying that the expectancy had moved to 60 years, and that happened in December, and they attributed that to the treatment, particularly of HIV, uh, mm. the Ability of antiretroviral drugs. So that's the point that I'm making. That that it may be completely inaccurate and useless. Not at all. It's never. It's never useless. <laughs> it's never useless. Um, I agree with you that uh, information that comes on time is always better than information that comes uh, later. Mm-hmm. But when you look at the trend, you can actually project what might the future be. Mm-hmm. So, yes, uh, 2010 is a little too late. I'm also not very happy that we are releasing 2010 now. Uh, in fact, I've been saying that, well, guys, we have to make sure that 2011 and 2012 
is released end of 2013. Hmm. That's, that's what we are committing to. And also you need to move to a quarterly release of costs of death hmm. rather than an annual thing. So hmm. we are organizing our work programs, work systems, but sure. when you release it too close to the time uh, and you don't take into account time lag, your theory may actually be fluctuating as a consequence of hmm. documents that have not come through. Hmm. So there is always a, 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 a lead time that you require uh, to get all the documents for the year to come through so that you can process them. Sure. Because, so for instance, yeah. the headline this morning in mm. the newspapers is about government's annual death report has confirmed the trend that fewer South Africans have been dying of HIV-AIDS-related mm. diseases. However, more people are dying from non-communicable diseases such as diabetes. Now, it, it may very well generally be correct, but we wouldn't know the extent to which more South Africans are now living because of the treatment that's being offered to them. No, no, you, 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 you would know. You would know. Uh, because uh, the only thing you wouldn't know currently what is happening. Mm. Uh, I mean, data is always, collection of information is always about what has happened in the past. So what you know today is about what happened yesterday. Mm. So at any given time, data will always be outdated. Uh, so if we were to take uh, to take that, that argument very tightly, yeah. unless it's real-time, real analysis, mm. uh, the, 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 these things will always be outdated. Sure. Uh, but at uh, the extent of out being not outdated, but being three years out of date, uh, it is a matter of concern. I'm also saying, yes, indeed, uh, better 2012 than 2010. Out of this data, then, what mm. kills South Africans? Well, the trend, as we see it, is that tuberculosis is still a number one killer. And then if you take all tuberculosis, pneumonia, influenza, HIV and AIDS, you get uh, up to about 110,000 deaths out of uh, 500,000 uh, deaths. So you, 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 you actually see that you have about 20 to 20% of deaths occurring out of that cluster of, uh, of, of, of disease. I'm a little confused because mm. you also talk about HIV and AIDS, but it's, it's a non-identifiable uh, one. Uh, it, it's identifiable. 18,000 people died of it, uh, at least uh, recorded by doctors. 18,000? 18,000. Over the under review. Yes, and uh, tuberculosis, 62,000. So what, when you say 18,000 people, um, that means people who would have said that uh, I am suffering from HIV and AIDS. Well, that's for what the doctor will have written as a cause of death. HIV and AIDS. And, and uh, could it be more? Could it be less? Well, because it's not notifiable, and we know that socially but it's stigmatized. If it's not notifiable, how do, how do doctors uh, find that? No, no, it's not uh, notifiable. That is, it, there is no compulsion hmm. to write their notification. And we know what, why the compulsion is not there, because it's stigmatized. Insurance companies will not pay you out if you die of this. So there's a, a whole social sociology behind it and anthropology behind it uh, that causes doctors not to, to do this in the knowledge that there are consequences. But some doctors are doing it. Uh, some doctors are doing it. So, Is it legal? Well, um, it, 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 when there's no compulsion, it can't be legal nor illegal. Uh, it's a moral issue. It's an ethical issue. Uh, but in the ethics of it, I suppose the doctors way out do I let these people not get his insurance because of their dying from a, a stigmatized disease, or what do I write? Then the doctors write what they, they, they wish to write. But yeah, again, that, that talks about inaccuracy because we've, we only know of 18,000 that's been written there, but mm -hmm. actually it could be more. 
uh, well, given the number of people that are infected with HIV and AIDS, it's possible, uh, it's it's possible, that, possible that it is more. It's it must be more. more. It must be more. And a lot yeah. more would be would be perhaps recorded under TB, or under any all other, sorts of or any other disease. Yes, uh, under all the. So then you can aggregate all viral diseases and say, well, we do know that uh, causes of death under all viral diseases is under ten thousand, which you could include. Uh, both TB. We know that uh, the co-infection rate in TB and uh, tuberculosis has an 80% co-infection with HIV and AIDS. Mm-hmm. So there is uh, science has proved has proven that. So it is more. It is quite likely that those people who die of TB are also HIV positive. Mm-hmm. But the underlying cause would have been TB rather than HIV. But again, that's another factor mm-hmm. uh, that comes to uh, the inaccuracy of the stats because if if the disease was notifiable, then we would know exactly what is killing South Africans. Absolutely. Under these circumstances, it's unreliable information that we have. Not, not, not quite. Not quite. I don't think uh, any data is useless. All not, data, not necessarily yes. useless, but all, inappropriate. All, all data is But inappropriate. Useful. All data is useful. Mm. Uh, all data is useful. We do know that 110,000 of South Africans die from viral diseases. Mm. 62,000 of them being tuberculosis. Embedded in there, there is a likelihood that uh, there would be HIV. HIV. But, but, but it's a situation where, we, where you say, well, make your own conclusions, type thing. I don't know. I don't diagnose HIV. Uh, it's doctors who do that. Mm. What we need to do is for doctors uh, to do the work that they are assigned to do. But from where you are sitting then as a mm. statistician general, would it help you to know? Would it help you if these diseases were all identifiable? Absolutely. The more the, the, the more the microscope uh, identifies what it is, the better. Mm. Uh, and the better it sharpens the pencil of policy. The more blood it is, the, 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 the more difficult it is to actually focus on the things that need to uh, are focused. Mm. And then the more you model of things, and then in the modeling, uh, you, you run the risk of being out Mm. Uh, by certain percentage points. Do you encounter similar problems elsewhere other than just in HIV and AIDS, or is it is it a problem peculiar with HIV? I don't know. Whenever you when you measure human endeavor, you see the, the question of human endeavor is driven by self-interest. Each one of us is driven by self-interest, self-motivation, and so on. And self-interest influences the way you answer questions of mm. measurement mm. because you think about the outcome. And that influences the way you answer questions. That's why official statistics are about objective measures such as, what is your age? When were you born? Mm. That is an objective measure. But it does happen that the person thinking that he may get some uh, pension may exaggerate their age so that they are of pensionable age. So human endeavor is very complex. And you try to bring it into numbers that make sense. Very, very difficult endeavor. There are always those kinds of things. But there are objective measures that you bring to anchor hmm. everything else that you measure and then out of that you can say well within 95% of confidence, within 99% within 62%, 68% this is what uh, the measurement uh, could say. So you, 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 need, you, you need to understand the environment, the human endeavor, the self-interest that drives it and the complexity that imposes on the measurement. In the first place, people will say, well, why do we need to know information about who's dead and why are they dead? Uh, in order to save the, the living, you need to know what killed the dead. 
Right. One of the things that <laughs> No, that's a very interesting one. That's not that's very <laughs> right, I'll open the lines on 0891 Hodla is the statistician general, is here with me uh, on 0891 I'll also be taking emails at guala.x at sabc.co.za, guala.x at sabc.co.za, as well as SMS is at 34701. You also say more and more people are dying of non communicable diseases. Tell me about this. Uh, diseases such as diabetes, which are labeled diseases of lifestyle, what we eat what we do, uh, exercise and all that, mm. uh, these diseases are now increasing, uh, 21,000, uh, diabetes, uh, cancer, all those diseases are lifestyle diseases, uh, and they have to be watched carefully because they are on the, on the increase. Um, so while uh, communicable diseases are being dealt with, uh, non-communicable diseases are on the increase. Mm. We also know that uh, although non-natural causes of death have increased, but at the age 15 to 19, 40% of the children die of non-natural causes from falling from this. But at that age too, not many people die. 15 to 19, it's almost an age group where there is the least of deaths. Mm. But the deaths that do occur are largely uh, unnatural causes. Hmm. So they are causes that can be uh, stopped, like a car accident, uh, drowning when swimming, or being uh, struck by lightning, or being stabbed with a knife, or all those hmm. kinds of things hmm. uh, are used in those age groups. Uh, 5 to 19 are very, very vulnerable to these kinds of uh, uh, non-natural uh, hmm. causes of death. That's where you have the highest. So in looking at this uh, report, the pencil has to be sharpened. Hmm. And it has to be sharper. Let me just pick up on, on the issue of uh, uh, diabetes and cancer, hmm. for instance, because I saw a quote from uh, the uh, MEC for Health in KZN, Dr. Tlomo. He was talking about cancer and hmm. particularly the so-called poor communities. That hmm. It's becoming a big problem. Uh, is that what you found as well, that more and more poor communities are, 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 are dying of cancer? or people Ooh, in Well, it, it, it is becoming uh, an increasing uh, cause of death uh, and particularly I think uh, the, the, the cancer of the bone marrow I, I, I don't know the, 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 the language that the doctors use but uh, this thing is becoming a surprise in the pattern of death because we have always known cancer to be the, 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 the cause of death for, for the rich and diabetes actually cuts right across uh, the spectrum irrespective of uh, what, what whether you are wealthy or not wealthy hmm. yes no. Do you also break it down in terms of what kills blacks as opposed to what kills whites? Yes, we, we break it down by race. I mean, uh, not many whites, or proportionately, I mean, whites are not as many as blacks. But if you break that into proportions, the the pattern of death is actually uh, counter 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 postured. That is, uh, the deaths that kill blacks proportionately compared to the deaths that kill whites mm. are different. Are they? Yes. Okay, what kills black? Uh, black, uh, will, you are more likely to die from TB when you are black. Mm. Uh, you are li- more likely to die from all those communicable diseases when you are black. Whereas when you are white, you are more likely, your odds ratio towards uh, dying are much higher uh, to dying from cancer and uh, diabetes and uh, cerebral diseases, heart attack and so on. Mm. And if you're Indian? Um, Indians... Surprise, there is a lot of TB at the other end and a lot of uh, these other diseases 
uh, that kill whites uh, on the other side. So it's a mixture of both. It's a mixture of both. Colored uh, will be well. There will be a knife. Uh, Non-natural causes are much more predominant amongst the colored. And that is backed by stats. Yeah, it's backed by stats. I mean, it's it's, it's not so much non-natural in terms of car accidents, but uh, gunshots, mm. knife. You know. Violence, violence related. Violence related yeah. Right, let's take thoughts then on 0891104208. Let me start with, uh, is it do- let me ask you to put your headphones okay. on, please, if you may, statistics in general. Uh, Dr. Ade in Mahikeng. Dr. Ade, good morning. Yes, good morning. Hi, welcome. Fine. Uh, good morning to Polani and the guests. Yes, please. As well as the listeners. Yeah, I just want to contribute why sometimes doctors don't write HIV as the cause of death. Uh, it's been proved that people can have HIV. HIV itself, the virus doesn't kill. Mostly there will be superimposed secondary infections or secondary problems or organ failure, yeah. which actually kills this patient. Yeah. So that's why most doctors, they will write those things that actually kill the patient, rather than just write HIV. Sure. Otherwise, you realize that out of your over 500,000 deaths, maybe more than 400 will be HIV. Then we won't really know exactly. What beyond HIV actually killed the patient? Sure. That's number one. Number two, when you look at the death notification form, there is the first column. When you go down, it will say consequence to, consequence to, there could, there could be two or three causes of death. Oh, okay. So when it now comes down, mm-hmm. you can all write consequence to, maybe now HIV. Mm-hmm. So sometimes with the statistics and the home affairs, probably if you have those of causes of death, not just one. Okay. All right. No, that makes sense because I was going to ask you, Dr. Ade, uh, about the circum- uh, circumstances under which people then can write HIV because I understand when you say, well, I died from TB, but under what circumstances can you then say I died from HIV? Yes. Ideally, people should not die from HIV rather than die from AIDS. That means by the time the HIV has progressed, yeah, yeah. AIDS related disease. Which sometimes, if it's not your constant patient, you may not have those information, like the CD4 count, for example. Mm-hmm. There are instances clinically the patient may have grade 4 clinical features. Aha, you can see right it under those conditions. Yeah, all right. No, I hear you. Dr. Ade, thank you. And Mahi King. Thanks indeed. Lucky is in Centurion. Good morning to you, Lucky. Hi, Tolani. Um, Dr. Ade actually uh, took the words off the map. Mm of my mouth. Yeah. So I, ju- I just wanted to say that uh, the patients don't die from HIV AIDS. Yeah. But it's rather HIV AIDS related, related illnesses. So somebody who die from TB secondary to HIV or HIV, HIV AIDS and then uh, causing that. Yeah. So it would never be written on the death certificate that uh, a patient died from HIV AIDS. If it's, it's written on other patients, and I believe it's injustice to them. Yeah, you see, this is interesting because that's what I was asking the statistician general. He's talking about 18,000 deaths that are attributable to HIV and AIDS, Mr. Statistician General. Yes, you, you see, there is a, what you call underlying cause of, of death. And uh, the underlying cause of death mm-hmm. is the most powerful. I mean, a person could have, uh, uh, you know, fallen from a bus mm-hmm. while he had t- tuberculosis yeah. and he dies mm. the doctor has to distinguish whether he died because he fell from a bus or he died from tuberculosis so all those things have to come in and in the course of death notification HIV is written 
and we as statisticians code it as a cause of death. Hmm. And it's, it's, it's from uh, the record of uh, what the doctors have written. However, we also know that uh, HIV as a notifiable cause, it has always been because of stigma, not written. So while the uh, Dr. Ade and Lucky talk about this, it is true that HIV is a virus and uh, it doesn't necessarily kill. But we also know that uh, it is not reported because of the consequences of no insurance. We yeah, also know the prevalence rates. So, so, but Lucky, as a doctor, uh, have you ever written uh, AIDS as a, as a cause of death? Never. Uh, what, what, I'm, what I'm trying to say is that, for instance, you get, you get a patient that comes with a stage 4, AIDS. Yeah. So it's, it's end stage, mm-hmm. sort of. Um, that would actually, after being put on, 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 on HIV medication, Mm-hmm. You can actually reverse that patient to almost undetectable viral load, and yeah, it comes back to being normal. So, yeah. in, in other words, what I'm basically saying is that AIDS does not is not a cause of death. It is not a cause of death, and HIV cannot be a cause of death. But HIV AIDS could be sec- a secondary thing. Maybe somebody gets TB and dies, dies from TB. Maybe pneumonia dies from pneumonia. Yeah. But secondary to HIV AIDS. All right. No, I hear you, Lucky. Thank you very much. He's also a doctor. Mm-hmm. This is interesting because then it goes back exactly to the 18,000 that you, reco- 18, that you mm-hmm. recorded. Are those accurate or inaccurate figures that you have seen them worth? You see, as I say, that uh, we as statisticians code what is written. There. Yeah, sure. And I've also said there is a matter of human endeavor. Mm-hmm. There is a discussion that the doctors are putting on the table that HIV doesn't Kill. Yeah. Is it not uh, the discussion that was there with President Becky in 2003 about can HIV, can a virus kill? Are we I think it's slightly that? different. I think it is slightly yes. different uh, mm-hmm. because, because they, they, it, it, there there was an issue of a causal link. Mm. There was a causal link issue between Asia. And you know, I don't even want to go back to that discussion because I think it's going to take us. But no, no, no. I think, I think, quite frankly, mm. That discussion we have to have because there are scientists who are saying, well, certainly there is an issue that has not been resolved since. And therefore, and therefore the, the information that we have on the information domain, we have is the 18,000 HIV. The doctors say, no, 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 this cannot be. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, sure. so right. I think uh, that discussion okay, was fine. aborted too early. Uh, it's not a discussion that I can lead myself because I'm not a medical doctor, but I think it's a discussion that is it affects the stats. It affects, it affects the, the, the accuracy of the information, of the information. that we have today. All right, we'll open yeah, the lines. 0891 Let's hear what you've got to say. But we need to go now uh, to Babakshini Chetty for the very latest news. Thank you very much, Robert. It's 26 now to 9 here on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. We're talking to Padile Hotla. He is the statistician general. We're talking about a report released yesterday, and he released this uh, in the free state. Uh, the report is called Mortality and Causes of Death in South Africa 2010, Findings from Death Notification. Your thoughts then on 891 Let's take some calls here, if we may, Mr. Lehotla. Let's go to uh, Pumelela in Cape Town. Good morning to you, Pumelela. Good morning, Polani. Um, 
Uh, um, let me just start with a disclaimer that I'm not a doctor unlike the other two callers, but no um, at the beginning of the discussion, I thought to myself, you know, why do we need uh, such statistics? And, but as it, the discussion progressed, I thought to myself, you know, this is interesting, interesting information because it could be used to, 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 to rather, to, yes, it could be useful for the country. And, uh, and I started linking the, 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 the causes of this, these deaths. TB and HIV, and I was thinking to myself, in, the, in some some time ago, some years ago, the pre- previous president was ambassador for for linking HIV to, po- to to poverty, and my conclusion was this: when when the the, the statistics general said that um, the causes of death in different races, you find prevalence in the in the black race. Um, um, is the um, you said TB, for instance. Yes, and those, TB. Yeah. Thank you. Th- mm. Thank you. TB is the prevalent. To now, when I was listening to uh, on, on on morning live, rather um, afternoon live with with Pepe, so a listener called in and said he had he had TB and it took time to be diagnosed and also to be put on treatment. It took six months to go through that process. If and they went to a clinic to the mm. clinic. If a person with money, they go to a private hospital, they immediately attended to, and the, the, the TB is attended to, they get better. Yeah. So I think there's, there's a link there between HIV, TB, and, and, and poverty. That's, that's what I wanted to say. All right, drawing that link there. It's an important link. Pumalela and Cape Town, I thank you. Carol Smith, uh, is it Carol Smith? Hi, Carol. Hi, Carol. Yeah, yeah. yeah. hi. Are you with the South Africans against drug, uh, drunk driving? That's right. Yeah, go ahead, please. I would like to just ask what the statistics are for the loss of people in car crashes or accidents, like we used to call them. Because I know that we have a burden of disease study from 2010 Mm -hmm. and also from the uh, National Injury Mortality Surveillance System that says that the the death rate by um, motor vehicle accidents is between 18 to 25,000 in South Africa. So I'd just like to ask um, if that is what has also been, been discussed in this report and why, you know, we concentrate so much on HIV and on diabetes and that. And, yes, I know I've just come back from a conference with World Health Organization and the leading cause of death in the 15 to 29-year-olds in Africa is car crashes. All right, just and hold the line. And I'd just like his queries and to know what. What, what the death rate is in South Africa from crashes from right. 2010. All right, please hold the line. Don't put the phone down because it's an important question here. Yeah, uh, Mr. Lohosa? Yes, uh, the causes of death due to accidents, those are about 5,300. 5,300, yes. Uh, but uh, all uh, causes of unnatural nature are about 48,000. Wait, I'm confused here. 5,300, because yeah. on an annual basis, this is, uh, these are the figures from the Department of Transport, and, and Carol, you may, you may conf- you know, um, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here. I thought that we lose about 14,000 people every year from, from car crashes. Car crashes. One for 14,000. Now you're talking about 5,000. The, 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 the causes of death here the, for, the, for the year 2010 from car crashes. Uh, that's about 5,900. I'll, I'll get that uh, table here. I am completely confused. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I'm confused too because certainly from the, from, from, um, you know, the Department um, <coughs> Burden of Diseases study, it says it's between 18,000 to 25,000 
And from the national um, injury mortality, they're saying the same figure. So I can't understand why suddenly it's going down to 5,900. Hmm? Uh, Mr. Nawaz? Well, it is. Five thousand. Yeah, five thousand three hundred for that particular year. For, for for the particular year, twenty ten, and then uh, for the rest of the uh, other uh, non natural causes, uh, we come uh, up to our. Just the first period alone in any given year is <coughs> over a thousand. Yes, yeah, that's so. In any see, given year. In any given year, that's a thousand, but it drops throughout the year. You have December, which is uh, your December to, and in April you have another thousand. Okay, all yeah, right. So, right. so you, you, do have, you, you, you do have crashes yeah. over time, but uh, they don't... Uh, Carol? Necessarily <laughs> me, all right, fine. Let uh, me thank you, Carol. But maybe somebody out there who, who has the, 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 the uh, other stats uh, can call in, just, uh, especially from the Department of Transport. I thought that this issue had been discussed, that on average in this country, we get something more than 10,000, in fact, in the region of about 14,000. Let me get to the exact page so yeah. that uh, right. we, we, do don't, uh, we don't... Uh, guess yeah, flash, things, flash yeah. on, on straw. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, uh, all right. Once, once I've got to that, I will. You, we all right. Fine. Them. No worries. Okay. No worries. Yeah. Uh, let's take some more calls. Oh eight nine one one zero four two eight. There's also another doctor on the line. Lisiko in Pumalanga. Lisiko, good morning. Hi, Polani. How are you doing this morning? I'm very well. Thanks indeed for calling, Lisiko. Thank you very much. Um, just two or three points. I think the first one is that um, uh, we should be very careful not to mislead the public. That HIV does, doesn't kill. Um, there are instances where HIV AIDS, the virus itself, can actually infect, you know, certain organs uh, in, in, in the body and actually end up in a stage where a patient dies. I mean, HIV can infect the brain. HIV itself, the virus, can, can, can actually infect the heart, even the kidneys, where a patient can die of HIV AIDS related nephropathy or cardiomyopathy and so on. Hmm. Um, my, my second point is when you look at the, 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 the death registration form, it, it talks to the immediate cause of death and also the, the underlying uh, cause of death. And, and I think that's where the confusion is. So if someone dies of TBC, it might be the immediate cause of death, something that caused death at that point in time. But HIV might have been an, an, an underlying cause of death or a predisposing condition that led to the patient having TB. Okay? Yes. And, and, and in terms of why we, we, we are not uh, time and again, or, or why we as clinicians are training from writing HIV AIDS, I think it goes beyond uh, the issue of um, um, insurance companies. Yeah. I think we need to also to be, to be clear that these death certificates are, are used for many reasons, including getting money from, from, from insurances, whether it's funeral or covered. And, 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 and HIV status on, on a death certificate can actually disclose the, the status of another family member who's still alive and so on, and the stigma that is a still attached to the disease. So I think at a, at a certain point, for me as a doctor, the patient and the family member of me, they become uh, more important ethically than, 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 than throughout this state, okay. which is also quite important. But I think as doctors, <laughs> our best priority is, is our patients okay. and, and, and their families. Oh, all right.
thank you, Lisiko, in Pumalanga, a medical doctor. Again, the point I was making, it can't be up to individual doctors to make up their minds about whether to declare or not. Because, again, then, what does it do to national stats? Absolutely. Absolutely. It cannot be. I agree. It cannot be. So there needs to be a policy in this place. Absolutely. We cannot keep on guessing around HIV and AIDS. At the moment, we know that uh, there are about 100,000 people that die from uh, all causes that are viral-related, uh, TB and so on, infectious diseases. In this year, we know that the doctors have written 18,000. Mm. Of course, the medical profession is saying this thing uh, doesn't kill. It can be a secondary or underlying cause yeah. of death. Those but are Dr. the that actually can. Yes, it can. It can directly. Uh, HIV uh, can directly be. Yes, because if it so, 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 so the, 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 the biological sciences are not necessarily, I, I'm saying, have views around this matter and scientific views. And I'm saying that that discussion we have to have. Brian, because the numbers must reflect what it is that is happening. Sure. Brian, let, let me confirm again yeah. that 5,533 uh, 5, uh, persons died on car and bus and all truck-related Accidents. This is confusing. Um, as far again as some information out there, 14,000 deaths are recorded uh, on our roads on on an uh, over 14,000 on an annual basis. I understand clearly this in, in, includes uh, um, people who jaywalking or whatever the case may be, but it's all recorded uh, the same. But but, but uh, uh, you know, <laughs> take that uh, in December, 1,400 people died. Mm. The peak period. Any other time, it will be about 300 or 200. So now, come to 12 months, what yeah. do you get? You cannot get 14,000 unless, on average, 1,000 people hmm. or 1,500 people die. And that's not a big period. That's why we have this stats. Yeah, so it cannot, be, it cannot be true. All right. Yeah. Brian in Pretoria. <laughs> Brian, good morning. Uh, good morning, Tolani. Thank Hi. you very much for taking my call. You're most welcome. I'm also confused about these statistics because it also links to the these national statistics that we get. For example, um, we are now told that one out of um, four out of one out of four South African is HIV, and uh, every 26 seconds, woman is raped. And if these statistics are now confusing like this. You know, you have the transport department telling us one numbers, and then now the, the statistician general is telling us some some smaller numbers. It means that someone out there is over-exaggerating statistics. So which one should we actually rely on? Are these HIV statistics, one about death, about the infection rate, and even about the, the, the level of crimes in the country? This can be used to damage the image of South Africa out there. That's Brian in Pretoria. Yeah. Let me go, yeah, let me, before I get you to respond, uh, Mr. Lehorza, let me take Lance in Durban. Lance, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm very well. Thanks, hey? Uh, all right. Thank you. Uh, listen, just forgive me. I, I am bipolar, and uh, a lot of people say that because I'm bipolar, I'm mentally challenged, and, and a lot of people say that I'm a madman or a crazy man or mentally retarded or whatever. That's how they stigmatize me for being bipolar. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, manic depression, stress, anxiety, stress disorder, uh, you know, suicidal tendencies, eight suicide attempts thus far. Mm. All right? It's all in the brain, okay? I know and I'm learning to deal with it. Okay, I'm 49 years old. I've been in the fire 
service industry for well over 25 years. I'm a qualified basic ambulance assistant paramedic. Yeah. I'm qualified in toxic hazardous chemical spillage control and technicalities of dealing with chemical spillages on an internationally accredited level. And I'm qualified as a firefighter, fire and yeah. rescue on an international accreditation level. Yeah, Lance. Uh, and anyway, to get to the brunt of everything, okay, uh, I, from my beginning of life's existence, have been a non-racist person. Yeah, okay? And I hate to have to keep on saying that to people because I shouldn't even be put into that position. I'm a white South African and I hate having to say I'm a white South African. Yeah. I don't, I look forward to the days when we all will say we are either South Africans or Ugandans or whatever. Alright, Lance. To my point, why I'm mentioning all the racism and everything is because a lot of these statistics and treatments of patients and the manner in which patients are treated and dealt with, and and the, the the X-rays and the blood testing and everything, a lot of it, whether we admit it or not, is dealt with with a hidden political agenda or a hidden racist agenda or some other agenda. To, just to put you into perspective, mm-hmm. while I was a paramedic on an ambulance, I won't mention names because I did seven years volunteer service within the government uh, ambulance sector. Mm-hmm. Whilst I was employed on my 16-hour, 12-hour day shifts as a fireman, chemical fireman within the private sector. Yeah. Okay. I didn't get paid for my volunteer services. I didn't get thanked for my volunteer services. One night responding on an ambulance going out to pick up a hobo from the street that was reported lying in the gutter and could be an obstruction to traffic. Lance? Oops, I think Lance, you pressed the wrong button there. Uh, We've lost Lance. I I wanted to, well, look, I mean, the point he's making, or his point, is that there are other agendas involved Mm. in putting together the stats. Well, you see, South Africa has this long uh, race-based politics and race-based economy. It's very difficult to get away from it. It would be nice to have a situation that is normalized and we have a class-based analysis. But unfortunately, class and race are so together that you cannot do any analysis without really referring to uh, to race. Until we are a normalized society, which will take some years, mm. uh, we are not very far from mm. running away from a race-based uh, view of life. Mm. And, 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 the, and fact uh, the, the fact of the matter is we may need to to say this is the situation, accept it, and say how fast do we move towards a class-based uh, yes, obviously I would like to say I'm a, I'm a South African. Malipela. Rather than a black South African. Malipela from Status A. Good morning. Malitela. Yes, Malitela. Yes, oh, good morning. Yes. Hi, welcome, Malitela. Thank you very much. Um, I, I just wanted uh, uh, to clarify uh, one thing regarding the, 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 the statistics yeah. that the statistician general is, is correctly pointing out. The information uh, we process comes from uh, the information that is provided by doctors. Mm-hmm. 
And it should, if, if people say, this is what the Department of Transport is saying, this is what statistics is saying, mm-hmm. but if South Africa uses what the doctors write on the notification form, and we will have that for the 8,000 that will talk about all non-natural causes of death, non-natural causes of death, and they are classified accordingly. Then if you have that number that says it's about 5,000 that are due to transport accidents, those, that, those are the ones that we could correctly point out as coming out of transport accidents. Mm. You will still have other accidents that are not properly classified for us to say this is indeed an, a, a transport accident or assault, such that um, you have another group of causes that are called other external causes of accidental injury. If the information was provided to the correct detail, we'll be able to get more of transport accident from the group that is classified as other. Because of the lack of details that we get on the notes of the doctor, we are unable to classify them correctly. All we know will be that it's a non-natural cause of death. Like, for example, if you get um, a cause classified as multiple injuries, You don't know whether it was an assault, it was transport accident. So what we need is the correct details so that we are able to classify that cause of death correctly and assign it to transport accident if it's a transport accident death. All right. So it, it was just to clarify what the statistician general is saying. All right. No, no, also, I hear that because it, it, what, it, what it effectively means is that uh, whilst in 2010 you found 5,000 deaths as a result of road accidents, but if you, you correctly identified and if you had correct information, it may very well be the 14,000 that we've been given before. It, it, it may well be, but then we are not in the correct position to take them out of the other because they are not correctly and accurately recorded on the form for us to classify them correctly, but they could be more. Okay, which then talks about where do you get your information from? Do you only get it from the doctors? Do you get it from departments concerned? Or because that, that, that may be the issue here. Uh, well, you see, uh, the, the process of uh, getting death information, it gets notified with Home Affairs just as a death is, is notified. Then there are certificates that come from doctors that go to Home Affairs, and then we process that information as it comes. Um, and certainly there can be and there should be improvements in the system as we have seen from 1997 uh, to 2010 now. Uh, the point that uh, is very, very important is that uh, we need information that is documented correctly so that we can produce mm. the right numbers in the proportions that they come. At the moment we have an aggregate number that is very good that tells us that, uh, oh yes, South Africans 540,000 are dying. Things that are recorded very correctly is uh, things like a uh, homicide and murder and th- those, th- those numbers are very, very, because uh, there is litigation that follows and the inquests that come in with murder. Other information, very, very uh, dicey in terms of uh, the exact numbers because we have a, a fairly high uh, proportion of those that are called other uh, deaths, other causes of death that are not Easy to classify under any one of the uh, ones that we have. Mm. But Malidella, uh, just perhaps because you're on the line, let me ask you whether or not there's a need for yourselves as well as Stats SA to identify other sources of information. Let me say uh, what I mean by that is that not just rely on what's recorded at Home Affairs, but also go to departments concerned. Uh, Because if you went, for instance, to the transport department, you probably may get, and I'm not saying that this for sure, but you probably may get a, a different set of statistics altogether. Yes, but, but that is true. But uh, for this specific source of data, 
we, we just rely on the notification forms. But indeed, uh, when we, 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 before we publish, we have to interrogate the data, compare it with other sources, and it's when we have confidence uh, that uh, we have a certain uh, limit of uh, confidence when we say that we are able to publish. We do compare with other statistics, but this is solely based on what the doctors have written in the death notification form. All right. Maritella, and thanks. I would also yeah. like to address uh, the issues that were addressed by two doctors who called in first regarding yeah. HIV as the underlying cause of death, as, yeah. as a cause of death. Yeah. As Statistics of Africa, as Statistician General has correctly and clearly clarified, uh, in, indicated that we report on the underlying cause of death. The doctor has mentioned that you can write uh, one, two or more causes on the death notification form. But what we report on, which is of paramount interest for public health policy, is the underlying cause of death, which is what caused, or indeed this person died of this cause. But what, what is the effect? The underlying, what caused this person to eventually of this illness. So if the person, uh, HIV, contributed to the death and made the situation worse that the person died, mm-hmm. the person could have died of another cause, but we are reporting on the underlying cause, not the immediate cause. Yeah, but the so question still remains, HIV is allowed to be written on the death notification form as an underlying cause of death. A person may eventually die of pneumonia, for example. Hmm. But if uh, the condition was made worse by the fact that this one was HIV positive and it was the underlying cause of death, then we will report on HIV as the underlying cause of death. Hmm. Right. I, you know, to be honest with you, I don't think that it settles that topic because the question may very well then go back to... So in 2010, only 18,000 people in this country had HIV and AIDS as the underlying cause of death. Is that an accurate statistic? This is as recorded by doctors. Okay, all right. Which yes. is absolutely the statistician general uh, maybe can highlight on the activity that he is running uh, regarding the training of doctors to make sure that the doctors are doing the right thing okay. in terms of completing their certification right. forms because he has a, pro- a specific project to address the same problem that we are talking about. Okay, Maritela St- from State say thank you very much. Mm. Yes, thank indeed. I mean, uh, one of the things is uh, we need to embed in curricula in medical schools and public health schools, the issue of causes of death and recording this appropriately. I mean, I had a very interesting situation where my cousin died and I went, uh, you know, as a cousin and I I checked the medical certificate and I I asked the doctor, what is this notification? Why haven't you written the cause of death? He says, no, for statistics, it's not important. Mm -hmm. I asked myself, should I mourn? Uh, the death of my brother or should I mourn the death of statistics Hmm. I decided to mourn the death of my cousin but this is the the reality as I say that the the collection of statistics and the collection of statistics about human endeavor it's very very complex and we have to understand that that it's not an easy uh, kind of task and by continuously engaging and continuously reporting you improve the Hmm. system because otherwise we, we may end up with a whole lot of misleading information. Just uh, perhaps one or two emails. I know that we, we've kind of ignored emails and we're coming towards the end of a program. Somebody in Z says, please find out from the statistician general if from the TB stats that they have published, they have they stripped out those TB deaths that are HIV relate, AIDS related. I don't know if you are able to do that. No, I mean, there is a, a modeling process where the queer infection of HIV and uh, TB is, uh, is 80%. Mm. So by 
that modeling, that kind of thing can be done by, by modelers. We report on what we are seeing as uh, causes of death. All right. Unfortunately, we are out of time, uh, Mr. Statistician. Yeah, thank you very much. I really have got to thank you very much for coming <laughs> through. And the debate <laughs> continues. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sure, can't stop. But is Statistician General joining us here in our studios. I've really got to thank you very much for listening to the program this day and, and calling in and, of course, also sending us your, your thoughts through emails and SMSs and so on. And I've got to thank the team as well who put it all together for us this day starting with our senior producers Lungede Mabaso and uh, Zenat Abdul uh, also uh, our team producers Misho Shandale, Tracy Bumgard, Ronald Piri and Lengiwe Mabaso technical producer today President Machaya forum uh, editor producer Jake Mugoma uh, chief producer Botsilugoto executive producers Bosi Chane and Ombrisichia my name is Tolani Gwala I shall be back for you Monday 6 to 9 reporting here on SAFM South Africa's news and information leader in a minute we're going to go through to Vabakshini Chete for the very latest news here on SAFM and afterwards morning talk uh, between 9 and 12. Lots more current affairs programs coming through midday live with Bongi Gwala at 12, between 12 and 1, but also PM live a little later on this uh, afternoon. From all of us then at AM Live, you have a fantastic weekend. Until Monday, cheers.